We starting? Yep, yes. we're here. We're here. Hello, everybody. This is After School Snacks with your main man and host Jack, and basically uh, guest because I haven't been on here for so long. El Jefe, Calvin, and Max as well. I exist. Yes. And speaking of existing, we have a very fun topic for today. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Speaking of. Uh, Things that exist. Uh, the finale to Game of Thrones exists. If you haven't seen it, there will be no spoilers on this episode. There Absolutely will be no spoilers. There will be heavy spoilers on this episode. This episode brought to you by No Spoilers Gang. <laughs> heavy spoilers for the entire Game of Thrones series. Um, if you have not seen the entire thing and care about spoilers, go listen to someone else's podcast. Go check out the Joe Rogan experience, because it's pretty good. That's true, and we're going to talk about that later, too. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, uh, David Benioff and Dan Weiss kind of forgot that they were supposed to be making good content, but uh, the fans <laughs> certainly haven't forgotten about them. Uh, clearly, uh, it's, it's pretty much the consensus among fans at this point that um, the writers, David Benioff and Dan Weiss, of the Game of Thrones TV show, uh, got a deal to do Star Wars... Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, and so they just kind of rushed the end of Game of Thrones and wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. Now, their original plan was to do seven seasons. Uh, HBO wanted ten, and George R.R. R. Martin, the author of the books, wanted thirteen. Uh, they managed to negotiate it up to eight. What the hell? Yeah, and the last two seasons were obviously short. I like I like season seven. I don't. I mean... No politics in it, which is part of the reason why I like the show. There's politics in season seven, just not... There's, they're all very rushed. It's not... Yeah. Well, none of the politics in the show were honestly that well done. Uh, compared to other forms of media that have... Oh, well, politics. yeah. But, like, as a, for Such a TV show. Such as Terry Goodkind's Oh, novels. Jesus Christ. I mean... They're really good. They're totally not rip-offs of other better authors who shall not be named. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Game of Thrones books, obviously, the politics goes, like, way deeper. And but you know what really has the best polit- politics of any any uh, form of media, Max? What? The Harry Potter novels. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, season seven, I forgave a lot of stuff, because I was like, oh, well, they're just, they just gotta get everyone in place to have yeah. a really awesome season eight, and then that just didn't happen, like... The fact that they they did the White Walkers in one episode. That was so stupid. The like, first episode is called Winter is Coming, and then you're waiting for the White Walkers to come, and then one episode. Yeah, the whole series, they've been saying shit like, you know, if we don't, you know, put aside all this political bullshit, we are going to die, all of us, no matter what happens. So, like, the whole point of the White Walkers was, and is in the books, to be like, nothing you do matters because everyone's going to die. Unless you like, I mean, even then, yes. But so I think that so on and so George R. R. Martin's actually going to write the books like that because I read a couple of interviews where he was uh, referring to um, how he was going to structure his novel similar to uh, what happened after Frodo destroyed the ring. There are a couple. I'm referring to Lord of the Rings. There were a couple chapters. Yeah. Sacking of the Shire, um, where essentially things were not all good in the in the hood when Frodo went back to the Shire. Um, there was some there was some shit going on so George R. R. Martin was talking about yeah a lot of people don't see the point of that 
I'm gonna, he essentially said, I'm gonna do that in my books, which I think is a reference to there's gonna be politicking past the end of the White Walkers, but I think that the White Walkers are gonna be a more, a more uh, volatile threat in the books than they were in the uh, TV series where they got killed by Arya doing some sort of Assassin's Creed. Joke. That was, that was very cheesy. It, it was. I can, I can certainly see like stuff happening after like the White Walkers, but I can't see them trying to like outdo the White Walkers like they did in the show. Yeah, that's where, what I'm trying to say. Anyways. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it's very, I don't know. I've been told George R. R. Martin can be anticlimactic in his other work by people who have read his other books and that he goes for all manner of different endings, but. I don't know. We'll see. It's. I'm sure it's going to be better than what the show. Just <laughs> one battle. If it's not better than the show, it'd be very surprising. <laughs> one yeah. one real battle, and they were done. Yep. And the Night King didn't even get like a one v one fight with anyone. If he ever Great. publishes the books. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah. He's we know it's going to be better in the books because the Night King isn't in the books, and it's been established that when you kill a White Walker in the books, the whites that it's controlling are still fine. Oh, I see. <laughs> So they, he's going to have to figure out a different way to end it or something. Or just have the White Walk markers win. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, crazier things have happened. We're getting off topic, though. Let's talk about how bad the, yeah. <laughs> how uh, bad the season finale was. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I actually guessed who would end up as the ruler of Westeros ahead of time. Um, half as a joke. Half seriously, I was like, oh yeah, it'll be like Bran or something. And then it was Bran. I just... Yeah, it doesn't... Who's more useless, Bran or Sansa? For Sansa, 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 it's not even close. Sansa is more useless, but Bran acts more useless than yeah. he is. He could use his powers so much. Yeah, that's true. And yet he just never does. Like, even during the big battle with the White Walkers, there's a point where like he's talking to Theon and he's like, I'm going to go now. And then he just like lets his eyes roll back in his head looks around with some birds and does fuck all. Like, yeah, he's like, he like... You see a bunch of ravens fly. Like, he was the distraction for the Night King. Yeah. He was, but then why not... Why not literally just let the Night King walk into the godswood then? Yeah, man. Why even risk everyone's lives? I mean... Yeah. It was... That episode was uh, not good, but the finale... The very final episode. That made... No, the finale made that episode look like a freaking masterpiece. Like... You see, I've trained with all the greatest assassins in the world, Max, so I know that Daenerys is a killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they also... They didn't use Arya's or Brian's power enough. I mean, the, the, the opening scene to season seven, when Arya put on the mask and killed the dude, that was pretty sweet. They, it's it's like no one killed the person that they that it would make sense in their yeah. character to kill. Like John killing the Night King, Arya killing. No, Arya killed the Night King. I know, but saying like oh, John I killing the Night King would make sense. Arya yeah. could kill Cersei. Yeah, that makes sense. I wanted Jaime to kill Cersei, but show Jaime would never do that. And of course, your favorite character, uh... Euron Greyjoy. Uh, not Euron Greyjoy. What's... Fuck. Uh, Fuck. Samuel Tarly will of course kill Daenerys Targaryen. Also. Fuck uh, Euron Greyjoy in the show. Euron Greyjoy is horrifying in the books. Read the books for Euron Greyjoy. He's scary and he's coming for Westeros. And actually, like actually, like you were mentioning, Jack, I would be okay if the White Walkers were defeated and Euron was the real final boss because he's becoming worthy of that title. 
Yeah. But if you want an even better book series, read Harry Potter. It's really good, guys. Jesus Christ. Top text. So when, uh, and that's in that scene where Daenerys got killed, did you guys think, because I, I thought that was cool, because I didn't know if it was John who stabbed Daenerys or Daenerys who stabbed John. That was kind of cool. For a second, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I kind of figured John was going to kill Daenerys. What I don't understand is after he killed Daenerys, how Drogon was like, ah, yes, John, you see, it was power that killed my mother, and power corrupts. Therefore, I will slay the Iron Throne, and not you, also, yeah. the murderer of my mother. The comment that I made at the time is like, John was like, hey, Drogon, look, Daenerys slipped and fell on one of the swords on the Iron <laughs> Throne. You better burn up the Iron Throne. Also, where the fuck did Drogon take Daenerys' body afterwards? I don't know. Why like, include that? They literally could have had him die. Eat it or? Yeah, they like they like totally skipped it out. They're like <clears throat> putting um, <clears throat> Jon Snow on trial, or whatever, and hit the dude. The dude of uh, is is named Grey Worm, right? Yeah, Grey, Grey Worm. Worm. The house no stones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Um, they like totally skipped out him getting captured. And, like. The dynamics yeah. between John and Grey Worm, they they oh. missed out on a lot of interesting stuff. It so. feels like they just gave us an outline. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, come also, on, dude. Can we get bullet a, points, bullet points, season yeah. eight. Can we get an F in the chat for Varys and his ending? Because that was just... Oh, that was so stupid. He's like the master of whispers. And then in broad daylight, he's like, <laughs> John, want to commit treason? Like, <laughs> fuck you. The fucking... Uh, the documentary show, well, the actor who plays Varys was so displeased with his ending that he, like, tossed the script aside after he died. They, they were um, watching that. They're, they're disappointed. They're, and they were, there's a couple of interviews where you can kind of, they're trying not to say it, but the, the actors knew the characters better than the writers. Now, maybe the writers did know the characters well and they just wanted to end it quickly, but I think even, even the actors know that, you know, and I think, I, like, getting the sense of watching the documentary, I don't think that they realized how bad it was going to be just reading the script until everything played out. Or maybe they did and they didn't show it, but... I uh, mean, they're professional actors, but... I think that the writers got so caught up in trying to surprise us that they forgot to satisfy us, which is a disease that is making its way through Hollywood, really. Um, we're looking at you, Star Wars. The we're looking... Yeah, honestly, that was the example that came to mind. Um, like, I don't know how someone in their right mind can look, can write, Arya jumps out of nowhere and stabs the Night King, and he dies, and his whole army dies with him. I could forgive it if he died and the rest of the army was like, oh, well, that sucks, but we're still going to kill you. That I could forgive. But no, like, she just ended the entire threat of the White Walkers that's been built up for all these years. Who sits down when does coming writes that and is like yeah that looks good we'll do that like it it, it just doesn't it's just make an easy sense. way to end it it's just an easy way to end it i mean and i feel like and it's not that's not surprising though i mean like to say oh kill the head or, kill the head of the snake and everything dies i mean that's... yeah there are other examples in fantasy where you, like, kill the king and all their minions die and whatnot, so I guess it I makes sense. I just encountered one, actually. I mean, it's just pre- too predictable. Or they don't die, but, yeah. I won't go into that now. They don't die until uh, sundown. No, 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 I'm talking about the things following the thing that gets decapitated. 
All right. Okay. And they don't die. They just roll around and shriek. Yes. So did you, Max, did you read the books before the series or during the series? So I read the books while the series was airing, but I read them before I saw any of it. Okay. Um, I think we can actually squarely lay the blame. Uh, I mean, if we're looking at, at, at a... In its entirety, I, well, not the entire blame, but I think the, the person most responsible for this predicament is George R. R. Martin for not outlining. Because if he gave the writers a decent outline, they'd be able to make more of it, I think. Yeah, I think definitely part of the responsibility is on George because not all of it certainly, but like how about if there were 13 seasons? That would be awesome. If they could actually write material yeah. for that, that would be awesome. And there's a lot of stuff they left out of the books yeah. and changed needlessly. Like do you remember the Doran storyline that was just kind of bleh? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. way better in the books okay. too. Like that guy with the glaive, um he doesn't have a glaive in the books, but um he there's this really awesome scene. You Spoilers. It Thank you. Yes. I, yeah. Um, there's a really awesome scene in one of the books. Uh, Spoilers for book four, um, where a Kingsguard comes charging at him, and he just decapitates the guy in one swing. Whoa. It's you know like, yeah. I thought we were gonna see something like that in the show, and no. Instead, we got uh, the uh, spear fighter who uh, moonlights as a pole dancer fighting the mountain. Oh, that part was that part was pretty cool. Um, I didn't like the stunts for that. No, okay, fair. Too too acrobatic. I don't think anyone in their right mind would actually fight like that. No, in the books, he's more just like kind of like darting in and darting out, and jabbing at him. Um, yeah, they also didn't include the part in the show where the mountain gets so pissed off that he starts swinging at people in the crowd, <laughs> like cutting off people's faces and Whoa. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oof. <definitely. laughs> And isn't Varys in the show sort of a shadow of himself in the books as well? Um, Varys in the show is more of an objectively good person than he is okay. in the books. In the books, he definitely wants what's best for Westeros, but he also, he's been loyal to someone this entire time, and he's scheming. False Aegon, right? We think it's false Aegon. All right. Yeah, we know it's Aegon. We think it's false. All right. But that, that's a really long fucking story um but yeah there is a point at the spoilers for literally the last chapter that's been published in the books um where kevin lannister tywin's brother is um actually making things really good in the realm again and people are like hey you know this, Wait. this Tommen guy is is an all right king and Varys. um is this like a prequel for everything or no, no this no. is the books just like people didn't kevin die. lannister just didn't exist in the show I oh think. i see no he was he was there Oh, he was. Um, they, I don't know if they ever called him by name. He was entirely forgettable in the show. Once or twice. He's the guy who's like, you cannot make us leave, and we cannot make you stay, or whatever, or something like that. Oh, okay, I don't remember him. He's kind of forgettable in the show. Mm -hmm. In the books, he's like the only competent person on the entire small council. Okay. Um, during Tommen's reign, and he starts to pull the realm together behind Tommen. And Cersei's like, oh my god, thank you, you're actually kind of doing a good job here. And everything seems hunky-dory, and then Varys is like, damn, you're doing too well. And he kills Master Pycelle and kills Kevin at the end of book five. Oh. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you were actually doing really well, and I want the realm to do well under Aegon. So, bye-bye. But Aegon Targaryen, but he, there's some ambiguity as to if he's referring to a different Aegon than Jon. Well, Jon in the books... I don't think his name is going to be Aegon Targaryen in the books. I think he'll have a different name, something Targaryen. Mm -hmm. They combined his, their stories in the show, but 
in the books, what happens is Tyrion goes east and he's told that Varys and Illyrio, who's the fat guy that sold Daenerys to Caldrogo, Drogo... Oh, um, that fat guy. Yeah. Rescued baby Aegon from the sack of King's Landing. He was one of the babies that Oberyn was mad about getting his head smashed. Um, you remember a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's dude. really complicated. I don't, remember, I don't remember stuff from the show, um, dude. It's impressive. And says, oh, we've been training him to be ruler... But some people think that he's really a Blackfire, which is a bastard offshoot of the Targaryens. With black hair? No. They don't have black hair? They do not. I thought they had black hair. No. Okay. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's deep book lore. Oh, yes. So back to the finale. Um, what would you give it out of 10? Out of 10, honestly, uh, probably a 3. I'd give it a two. Two. Uh, three. I don't... I, I thought, yeah. I don't mind where some of the people ended up. It was just kind of stupid how they got there, like... It, the, like, the very last scene was dumb, too, when they just had, like, characters walking to their respective places. Yeah, or the fact that... They were originally going to put something else at the end, weren't they? So, okay. So here's the thing. There were uh, leaks that came out that were 100% accurate, except for a scene that they said was at the end wasn't at the end. A scene is when John and Tormund go north with the Free Folk. They discover a big-ass White Walker spiral north, and that's how the series ends. Like, all oh, the White just... Walkers are still alive, oh shit. And they didn't do that. Oh. So either the leaker was trolling, or they removed it. I'm going to go with removed it, I Probably, because the leaker was spot on on everything else oh and remember those early leaks that uh Daenerys went crazy because she heard bells ringing and then the Unsullied started uh yeah there was apparently I heard this secondhand. I never saw this leak myself um but apparently there was a leak where the Unsullied were raping people despite the fact that they're eunuchs <laughs> which that did uh, not happen no yeah, that did that not happen, happen thankfully uh and Daenerys what Speaking of Daenerys' madness, were you guys in the we always thought that Daenerys was going to go mad gang, or were you in the uh, not that gang? So, I thought not that... Not that gang? <laughs> I thought that was going to happen in the books, for sure. I wasn't thinking the show was going to go that route, because the show always portrays Daenerys as, like, a hero. They always do the, you know, like, the triumphant da-da whenever she's flying or whatever, and they're like, Daenerys is the hero. The books aren't like that, um... She's a very, she's a well-intentioned character, but she's more ruthless in the books than in the show, and is willing to, like, torture civilians for information and shit like that, if I is recall. Is she willing to burn down a city? <laughs> uh, she suggests doing it a couple times, Okay, I think. See, it's been a while since I've read Dance with Dragons, and I don't remember that much. Yeah, I... I think if there's one message that can be gathered from the finale, it's that uh, people don't really go against their their uh, their destiny. Because, like, sort of um, throughout the series, uh, Jamie had shown a lot of agency in getting away from Cersei and whatnot, but no, at the end of the series, he goes back and gets with Cersei. Um, Daenerys Targaryen was trying to throw off her Targaryen genetics and not be a crazy person, but no, at the end of the series, she became a crazy person. Jon Snow was trying to rise above being a bastard, but at the end he ended up at the wall, like a lot of bastards were sent there. 
Yeah, all the character arcs feel very circular. I think that's intentional. Yeah. And uh, Arya, um, well, she was shooting a bow in the very first episode. Yeah. And now she's just better at killing people. <laughs> I mean... But unchanged. Yeah, she's going to starve to death on the ocean. Yes. It'd be cool if they did a spinoff with just Arya. They're not going to. Someone asked them about it. Oh. What are the spinoffs going to be? And are they going to be actually existing anymore? Um, that... I know one is happening. Because um, they already started doing it. What's the premise? Um, the one they're for sure doing is The Long Night. Um, which is like the tale of the first time the White Walkers came. Oh, okay. Um, is it going to be on like HBO? Yeah. Um, is D.B. Weiss and the other guy? No, on? they're not involved. George Martin, like, put his stamp of approval on it. We're not going to see the great work of D.P. Weiss anymore? God damn it. Did, um, did, uh, Martin write the, that book, too, or is it just something they'll make up on there? He wrote the lore, but, like, they're doing the scripting themselves. Okay. So. And, obviously, we're not going to see any of the same characters since it's set no. thousands of years before. Yeah, the house, you'll see some of the same houses, but some of them will be different. Too, because like maybe I should try to get a role in that. I'm a pretty good actor, guys, <laughs> and I'm sexy. So. Well, I mean, just kidding. Like, uh, you know, whenever they film somewhere, they call it for like extras and whatnot. Yeah, it's they're uh, not gonna film here though. So no, just, they're not. Gonna I'm gonna be pissed. Hey, do you guys need a physicist? No, you know, I'm gonna be pissed if they withheld information on White Walker lore from the main series to put it in the spinoff. They probably did. And they probably did that, which is so stupid. But whatever. How long have have we yammered on about this? Let's see. Uh, 22 minutes. Do okay. you guys want to go to the second topic? Yes, Joe Rogan. The uh, Joe Rogan experience. So that's recently a podcast that I've found, and I've uh, watched a few episodes of it. Uh, have you guys discovered Joe Rogan? I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. I've heard of him. I've never seen an episode. Okay, I'll let uh, Kelvin talk about it then, since he's more of an expert than I am. Yeah, I watch I watch Joey Rogan a lot. His name's not Joey. I don't know why I call him Joey. Uh, he's a comedian, if you don't know him. Um, he got popular in being the host of a, a reality show called Fear Factor. Um, oh. so he's the, the bald dude. Yeah. And he does commentary for the UFC, of which I've been recently starting to watch more of. He was so. an MMA fighter way back when, right? No. He, um, so he's a, he's a black belt in Taekwondo. Um, in 96, he was a second degree black belt, so he's probably like a higher degree black belt mm. now. Yeah, he's also a black belt in jujitsu. Um, he has really insane kicks. Um, and he, he can really fight. I thought he so, did MMA way back when. Well, he did Taekwondo tournaments and knocked oh, he people did. out. Okay. Um, yeah. He, pr- he probably could have done some MMA stuff. He's a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, really interesting to listen to. And if you listen to some of his co- comedy, pretty funny too. But that's not really the reason I like to listen to him. I like to listen to him for this, these podcasts, which are more serious. And he brings in guests, just a wide, diverse um, variety of guests um, who are famous for multiple different reasons. And I really enjoy his podcast because he's really good at relating to them, making things interesting, and not taking up too much of the time and letting his guests kind of talk about it. He, so. he, um, he sort of, he makes most of his guests seem actually pretty darn likable, even yeah. though they're not so much in other media that you see them in. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it, he's good about getting guests that are, you know, arrayed wide across the 
political spectrum. Like, he's had Sam Harris and Tulsi Gabbard on the left. He's had people like Jordan Peterson on the right on the uh, podcast. And he's... uh, I, I, I find his stuff pretty interesting. I'm, he's, he's pretty thought. And he's not, like, biased either way. For Doesn't seem like it, no. Um, like, I can't really tell if he's a Democrat or Republican. He's had uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson um, on it as well. Um, oh, and you've probably seen the memes of Elon Musk smoking the joint. Yes. Uh, that's where it comes from, the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, okay. Um, He's also, uh, he got a lot of criticism for this, and um, uh, I can see why people criticize him for this. Uh, Alex Jones has been on his podcast. Oh. Which, uh, I listened to a few minutes of it, and I had to turn it off, because it was just too Do you much. think that guy is just, like, a troll, or... Alex Jones, um, I mean, listening to him speak, just, like, on that episode, just for a little bit, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, somewhat, but... And then again, I, I, I have not seen that. Episode. I can't tell. And I don't, I mean, I can't stand listening to Alex Jones for a few minutes, so I yeah, won't be I able to it, tell I if he's after a, a troll minutes. or not. But if, if Alex Jones is a troll, he's damn dedicated. Yeah. Like, he's in it deep. He's more dedicated than people who simply make a Goodreads account to give the Harry Potter books one star. I don't know anyone who does that. No, I don't know them either. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, other things about uh, Joe Rogan. He, he, talks, he does talk a lot about the same topics, like marijuana. What is it called? DMT? He calls it like DMT or DM something. Um, Not CBT, he, I don't think. CBT. Um. Uh, <laughs> CTE is what happens to boxers' brains when they get punched okay. too much. But, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know that, um, the acronym or whatever it is. Uh, he talks about hunting and animals. He talks about elk meat for a lot. Um... And he talks about, I don't know. So the, he's, he, it's weird, too, because he gets influenced by his guests a lot. So he had a professional volleyball player whose husband is a surfer and who goes into the sauna at 200 degrees. And ever since, one of his guests told him, like, her husband goes in the sauna at 200 degrees. He's been doing that for 20 minutes a day. So people are actually worried that he's going to die. So that's a little update. Um, well, damn. Do you have a favorite episode of his, or a favorite like guest that he has on regularly? Well, he does he does um, stuff with like Brandon Schaub, who's an who's a comedian, MMA fighter, and Chris D'Elia, who's a comedian that I like. So whenever he gets together with comedians, it's pretty funny. But they're they're more serious. And if you're looking for a good comedian podcast, um, well, Chris D'Elia or some of his podcast is good if you just want comedy. Um, I don't listen to a ton of it, so I can't speak to everything that's been on it. But um, Bill Burr is generally just a pretty funny comedian. Yeah, there's the fighter and the kid, which doesn't have Joe Rogan in it, and then so yeah, I'm. I don't know if I've had a favorite guest. But just, My favorite guest of his has probably been Sam Harris, just because I like Sam Harris. Do you have a favorite guest? Never seen it, so you should. You should. It's pretty. We'll put you down for one Alex Jones then as your. Oh, of course. <laughs> I watch. I watch all the MMA guys do it, and they, he talks about their fights and kisses their ass and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. And I mean, from what I've seen, like he he occasionally calls people on their bullshit, but he doesn't yeah. do it like aggressively, yeah. which I guess is a good thing. Um, 
Unfortunately, if someone talks so fast that you can't always parse what they're saying, you can't always uh, call them on their bullshit. Isn't there like a name for that that technique of like saying enough bullshit that I don't no think one it's can? Running a train, but it's something. something <laughs> 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 Oh, did I ever tell you guys that that story? Oh, what story? Watch, she'll listen to this now. Um, But there was a very naive girl at my high school. And, um... Aren't they all? (laughs) (laughs) She showed up to um, this one party that, like, everyone went to at one point. I think you told me this story. Yeah, and I think what she meant to say was, are we going to do a conga line? Which is already cringy as hell. But what she said was, are we going to run a train... (laughs) Which I guess she heard somewhere else and didn't know what it meant. Oh, God. That is a... That's going in my cringe compilation. (laughs) What's that? Like... Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think I get it, guys. Yes. Max is drawing it on the whiteboard. I'm gonna... There's a specific... It's like the human centipede, but more fun. Kinda, yeah. Like, like, does this illustrate my point? <laughs> I'm trying to make... <laughs> Let's talk about it after okay. the podcast. Alright, this is already going into my crunch compilation. Um, yeah, okay. Um, okay, let's see. More about... Do you guys listen to any other podcasts besides Joe Rogan? Uh, I do listen to a Game of Thrones podcast. I listen to this actually. podcast... For the first three minutes and then turn it off. God damn it. That's a, Just uh, kidding. That's a good call on your part, Calvin. No, so, I mean, sometimes I get up to like 15 minutes, guys. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't listen to any other podcasts. I edit this one, though, sometimes very heavily. Yeah, apparently I wasn't here last episode, but... I had to edit a lot out. Yeah. There were some jokes made that uh, shan't be repeated. Oof. Um, that will be repeated to me after the yes, podcast. Will be. And Calvin, too. Um... If Calvin's fragile ears can take them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. We should have just did a, did a whole Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah, That's what I said. Okay. We had to talk about Joe Rogan. Yes. You guys want to talk about Game of Thrones more? Sure. Just make it a little longer. Just say, sure. warning, this is longer. We took a break okay. to talk about Joe um, Rogan. And then we can put skip to this time if you don't want to hear about yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I'll edit it post later. Okay. Um, or you could like... Take the Joe Rogan part out and then put it in as like a side bit. Yeah, I don't know. Put it in at the end. I'll we'll we'll figure something out. Okay. All right. But yeah, back to Game of Thrones. Back to um, Game of Thrones. What are your guys' big grievances with the finale? Um, well, uh, it it just felt like a caricature of a Game of Thrones episode. Um, uh, just pretty much everything. The I'll tell you the one thing that I liked was the cinematography. The cinematography was good. Oh yeah. yeah. The well, pretty much everyone apart from the writers has been doing a stellar job yeah. this season. I mean, generally, I'm the kind of person that usually enjoys the middle and the beginning of a series more than it ends because it's always kind of sad when it ends, no matter what it is. But with Game of Thrones, it honestly doesn't feel like the same show anymore, and I can't. Jack, honestly... why are you doing the right hand rule with your fingers right now? Oh, literally just. I, I gesticulate when I talk. Normal people do that, Kelvin. It's um, the high IQ way. You gotta know the cross product of yours. I, I can't. I, I honestly can't recommend the show to anyone anymore. And it's ser- dropped from my favorite show to maybe my third favorite or something, just because... Yeah. I, Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? 
No, I want to uh, though. Parts of it, it. it went above Game of Thrones on like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, it has like a nine point five out of yeah. ten now, and Game of Thrones is a nine point four. I wonder where Daredevil sits there. Probably in the nine somewhere because that's a damn good show too. Have you had the dinner machine? Sorry, we're getting off topic, but have you guys seen Dexter? I have not. No, I know the ending show. is shitty, though. I the ending is Oh, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen everything. Oh, okay. I watch more nerdy shows than you guys do, so... Yeah, anyway. I, I just... Get, I feel like it's disappointing because, to me, Game of Thrones was something that kind of transcended the barriers typically faced by TV shows. Like, the scale of a lot of what you not saw... Not shitty acting. There was some shitty acting. Oh, show. yeah. Certainly. But, like, Game of Thrones felt oh, more like an extended movie. It felt more like an extended movie than like a TV yeah. show at times. Like, you know, there there are other great shows out there. Certainly, like you know, you know who's sorry, sorry, you'll finish your thought. Um, like uh, Breaking Bad, people have told me to watch, but like I'm sure it's a great show and I'll I'll watch it. But I also know that Breaking Bad is not going to give me a seven way war that yeah. spans an entire continent, right? Like, it's just not going to happen. I think what Game of Thrones just demonstrated is that translating good books into TV shows is something often done poorly. They were doing it well for a while. They even omitted some of the big battles, but they, like, did it fine, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know. It does not bode well that the best fantasy series ended so shittily. Can I just go back to the actors real quick and see that Peter Dinklage is... Really good actor. He's excellent. That, uh, he is amazing. Also, yeah, I you, give him his props. You were saying something about Sansa. Yeah, yeah. She, she's the actress. Sophia Turner. The actress isn't great. I mean, also the Sansa character. Kids, so you can't fault them yeah. with that. But she's just never been that great. I've just always kind of found the Sansa character bland. Yeah, like her chapters in the books too. It's yeah. just I'm just like. The actress just doesn't have much of a stage presence that, like, say, someone like, even a minor character like Olena Ty- Tyrell did. Olena she, Tyrell. She was a very good actress. Um, I would rather read ten, quote-unquote, boring chapters of Olena's point of view than one chapter of Sansa's sometimes, yeah, honestly, when I'm reading the books. There were other great actresses throughout the show, too. Melisandre, Olena Tyrell, uh, Arya Stark's actress was decent. Um, yeah. Cersei's actress, decent. I, I think Amelia Clark Nair's actress is pretty good. She's like, she I was actually really good this, I think she was good this season, but She's looking at some of the stuff from early seasons, it's just like, she kind of like overacts okay. almost. But then again, like, okay, the first couple of seasons, she's also supposed to be like this naive okay. person. So, I don't know, maybe that's the style she was going for. There, there was an interview with her where someone asked her about like how she felt about this season. Oh, and she cringed so hard, and her eyebrows like twisted upward, and she's like, "Best season ever." Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, do you do you guys have a favorite character from the show? Now taking into account the ending, Tyrion. Okay. Oh, taking into account the ending. Good choice. I've always found Bronn entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not that important a character. Not but. so much in the books. No, in the books oh, he's kind Ron of fucked is the, off. Is the guy who is like gonna, he's the merc. the guy who's like gonna kill the Lannisters? Or, yeah, he's you know, the he's the new master of coin. Okay, I don't know why he's master of coin. A, a joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Uh, my favorite character used to be Varys, but through no fault of the actors, he got shafted so bad in the last season that I'd have to say Tyrion's not my favorite character. I dig Tyrion. Tyrion, um, they made some changes to Tyrion that I actually don't mind in the show. Oh, really? Um, Tyrion is less... Like, I don't feel like Tyrion is an entirely clean-cut good guy in the show. No, he's certainly not. Um, I mean, he murders his father on the shitter. In the books, it's really... Um, he goes to a very dark place after murdering his dad. Um, I forgot about this, but there's a chapter in A Dance with Dragons where um, he had a wife, Taisha, that his dad didn't approve of a long time ago. And Was um, that the, the whore from the TV show? Like, the whore that his father paid to... So, you mean Shay, the one who tested no, 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 up against before, him? Before, before. The, so yeah. So in the books, what happens is Tyrion um, and Jaime are walking down a road before the events of the series. Um, this is told by experts. They're walking down a road and a, they see a girl running away from a bunch of like robbers, and Jaime goes and like fends off all the robbers while Tyrion comforts the girl and he falls in love with the girl. And Tywin finds out about this and is furious. And then Jamie reveals to Tyrion that, oh, she was a whore that I paid. And I paid all those guys, too, to set up this scenario for you so you would feel better. I'm sorry. And then his Tyrion's dad um, is like, I'll show you she's a whore. I'll let every man in our guard have her, and then you'll have her last. And he pays her for all of it and lets all his guards fuck her in the, like, their room or whatever. Now, in the show, that's the end of that backstory. In the books, as Tyrion is escaping, um, before he kills his dad, he's just going to leave his dad alone and, you know, leave. But... Jamie admits to Tyrion, because he thinks he's never going to see him again, that Taisha was not really a prostitute. His dad made him say that. But that Taisha was just an innocent girl who Tywin had raped by all his guards. Oh, gosh. And then Tyrion is furious, goes upstairs, fully intent on killing his dad. Um, and then um, he confronts his dad on the shitter after killing Shay. Um, he... He killed Shay? Yeah, he strangles her. Oh, so remind me why that happened again? Uh, he found her in Tywin's bed. And Shay oh. betrayed him at the trial. And yeah, she did, betrayed him at the trial. Oh, did that happen in the series too? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No. Um, except, also they changed that in the show a little bit. Like, Shay goes for a knife in the show, and Tyrion just chokes her to defend himself. In the book, Tyrion goes up there, sees her on the bed, immediately just walks over and just grabs the chain and just twists it and just chokes her out immediately. Then goes to his dad and his dad confesses like, he tells his dad that he knows that Taisha was not really a prostitute and he's like and Tyrion's like, oh where did you send her? Where did she go? And then Tywin says, wherever horrors go. And then Tyrion shoots him in the heart. Um, and then leaves. And then in book five, I had forgotten about this until I heard about it recently on another Game of Thrones podcast. Um, Tyrion actually finds a girl in Essos who looks like her. It's not her, but it looks like her. Rapes her. Oh, God. And then tries to kill himself because he's ashamed. And goes down this very dark, self-destructive path. And Tyrion is like... How can he read you? Just kidding. Never mind. He's just... 
in a really bad place. He's starting to come out of it, but like Tyrion goes full dark in the first half of like book five. Um, so is he's more sympathetic in the TV series? In the TV is, series, is yeah. And that's that's true of a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I wonder if this is gonna have like an effect on HBO at all financially. Just the the um, the finale. Like if they're gonna lose out on I don't know contracts. I don't know how the TV business works. I don't. I'll... But if they're gonna be hurt by this at all, or if uh, probably TV not. Vice and Beinhoff are gonna be hurt by this at all. Maybe they will, but HBO won't. Okay. Because. Despite people hating it, each episode made more than the last one, I think, this season. So, like, it, the, I know the numbers for the season overall were record-shattering. 19-some million? Something like that, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, double-digit million of viewers. When was the last time a show had that many viewers in its final season? I don't know if that's happened. Well, actually, it's pretty impressive considering... I can actually tell you, Star Trek The Next Generation had oh. comparable, where it amped up every season. That show ended on a good note, though. This show did not. Yeah. Uh, so this makes me nervous for future fantasy adaptations because I, I don't think they're going to get done well. No, I think we were lucky to get an adaptation that was as good as we got for as long as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people who were fans of the books um, thought that the TV show, when they heard it was coming out, was just going to be shit mm-hmm. from the get-go. So, and I mean, I just at this point, I just want George to finish the fucking book series. My God. He is a unbelievably slow writer. I kind of feel bad for him because, like, there's a ton of pressure on him, too, at this point, and people are getting angry. Like, he tweeted something about, like, one of his friends dying, and, like, one of the top replies with, like, a bunch of upvotes is, finish the motherfucking book. Oof, yeah. Like, people are, like, about to start rioting with, like, pitchforks and torches. He's just not a disciplined writer. No, he, he just... He doesn't outline in... He just does whatever the hell he wants. I mean, he can now, right? Exactly. No, like, once you once you make all this money, what's the point? And you know, unless you really love it, I mean, he probably he probably really loves it, but it's like you know, just he might just chill have horrible out. writer's block or something. I mean, yeah, he he referred to something called the Miranese knot for a while, which was basically the process of writing books four and five being so slow because there were so many points of view that were all intersecting with one another. At various points, he needed to time it out correctly. Mm-hmm. And now he just he says he's really struggling with book six, The Winds of Winter. Um, who knows? I don't know if he'll ever get book seven. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not typical for fantasy writers to take this long on books. And yeah, not George, usually. People... I mean, at some point, you shouldn't harass the guy if his friends yeah. die. That's just a no. But don't. But also, on the other hand, you shouldn't be an apologist for like someone who just. I mean, clearly doesn't have the discipline, and it, I mean, it just seems like he just doesn't care about his work that much. Yeah. Well, there was a. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Neil Gaiman is. No. He's yep. another. He's the another. Guy who wrote. God of. American Gods. American Gods. Yeah. yeah. What What is American um, Gods? I actually haven't read it. It it was the only reason I know of it is because it was is a either it was like a Showtime or a Cinemax s- similar to HBO mm-hmm. series, and it wasn't that good. It wasn't like Game of Thrones, but my dad read the book and he likes the book a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. 
Um, so he's he's like a um, a good author, <laughs> like a good author. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he said something where he was like his take on it was that. Have you read any of his books? Not yet. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, Guyman said something where he was like, "Oh, well, George doesn't actually owe you and like this book because." the contract between an author and a reader is that when you buy a book from them, that book will be a good book. I know what he's saying, and he's wrong. Because when a book is marked book one of seven in a series and you buy it, the expectation is that you're going to have seven books available to purchase and read as a whole series. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one story. Especially now, in books four and five, like, He's not stopping at, like, climactic points anymore. He's just stopping when he runs out of pages. Like, in the middle of story arcs and shit. Because it's gotten so out of hand. It bugs me so much that there are authors like Brandon Sanderson who churn out, like, 15 books every year and they're consistently good. There are authors like Robert Jordan who write up until the day he dies. And he knows he's going to die because he has, like, um, some sort of chronic disease. And there are authors... And then George R. R. Martin's here, who can't come up with a book in seven years, and he's not dying or anything. He's just lazy. It it bugs me. Well, the thing is, he did write other books. It's just that, like, it's shit that no one asked for. And I don't have a problem with him doing it. It's just don't let it take precedence over wins. Like, he wrote a textbook, essentially, on Targaryen history. And it's like, who what the, the fuck's going to read that? Cool, dude, but, like... The only people who are going to read that are, like, the 0.1% of fans that are, like, major hardcore, you know? And they want the books out. And the, they would rather have the ending to the actual story first and then have all that. Yeah. But, like... Yeah. Man, didn't didn't we once calculate how many words a day he'd have to be writing just guessing yes. at his face and it was, like, 100 or something? Less than 150 on average. Which Man. is hilarious because... Um, Stephen King writes like 6,000 a day, which is way more than most authors, but I think for a professional writer, like 1,000 a day is usually yeah. like a good pace. I think I calculated at one point that Robert Jordan Wright wrote between 1,000 and 3,000 a day, yeah. um, depending, uh, depending on where he was in his series. Um, which, honestly, if you were disappointed by Game of Thrones <laughs> and you want to read some good books before the shitty, what I'm sure is going to be a shitty TV series comes out, check out The Wheel of Time. It's true. I've been reading the first book. It's good. It, the first book is a bit of a token derivative, but it gets much, much better from that. And it's not a derivative, but it's not a E to the X derivative, so it isn't the same thing once you take the derivative. Ah! Ah! I'm gonna that was a good joke, man. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um... It's a E to the two X. You guys got any other recommendations from people who are disappointed by Game of Thrones to fill um, that gaping void in their heart? The Stormlight Archive. Ray Donovan. It's not a book. It's a show. I don't read books. Um, okay. That's what I meant. TV shows uh, that I would recommend. Daredevil is good. Very good. Any, anybody can watch it and like it. It's not like the shitty Marvel shit that you see in that. In theaters, is gritty and intelligent. I watched um, season one of Westworld. That was really good. Is that one oh, of those I, anime I you tell that. me so much about? Max? No, it is. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Westworld is another HBO show. It's like people go into dreams and they're in a fake 
world, right? Yeah, it's it's but a they're, yeah. It's a fully immersive. It's about a fully immersive theme park that's Wild West themed, but it's populated by AI, and it's when you're in there, it's as if you're actually living in the world and you can like do shit. Like you can kill people in the world, or you can fuck people in the world and they're AI and they're super realistic so mm-hmm. people go there to do whatever the hell they want like you can do like a bandit scenario like you're the sheriff you can do like a fuck it, you can be the bartender if you want you know people go and they live out all their weird fantasies some of them are really cool some of them are horrific and you're like oh my god are we talking okay. like uh, George R. R. Martin levels of not horrific? that level horrific but like sometimes you're like damn Damn, okay. it feels good to be a gangsta. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Uh, very philosophical. You have and, any... Sorry. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, w- one of the main kind of antagonists, it's kind of fuzzy, is played by Anthony Hopkins, who is a very good actor and very good at being creepy. Who has he been? Uh, he was Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I never saw that. Okay, um, he's... You don't... I know, I know. You've never seen Silence of the Lambs? No, man. Or you, have you seen, like, previews of it? No, man. Oh. Imagine Tywin Lannister if he were the quiet kid in the back of the classroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Creepy. Right. You got any good shows to recommend, Kelvin? The Office. <laughs> <laughs> Liking The Office is not a personality trait. I want to say for everyone out there, just, just doing you a favor, you can thank me later. I don't know. I haven't watched. I literally haven't watched TV this whole last semester. I've just started yeah, this summer, so I've been watching Ray Donovan, which is pretty good. I've just watched like a couple episodes of Sopranos, and I can't tell if it's good. But yeah. have you guys seen The Sopranos? I have not. I haven't. No one was raving about it way back when. Never seen it though. Um, we should watch it together or something. Yeah, that'd be lit. That would be lit. Um, you. Have you guys seen Daredevil? Because that I, I feel like I saw like the first episode. It's excellent. It is okay. very good. Um, other shows I watch a bunch of really niche shows that you guys won't like. Not anime though. I can I can say definitively that I do not watch anime. Except Castlevania. Shut the fuck up, man. What's that? <laughs> uh, it's like an. It's. Oh, do I want to get into this? It's, it's a show, basically, sort of a medieval show about, like, Dracula, but they oh. use sort of the anime art style, but it's made by right. Westerners, so it's not super fucking weird. It's based on a video game. It's a good show. All right. And, uh, um, I, th- yeah. I think this is a good place for us to end the episode of After School Snacks. I hope you, you like, enjoyed. If you like Game of Thrones, you probably did. If you like After School Snacks, donate to our Patreon which does not exist. Or more helpfully, recommend the series to your friends, families, enemies. This episode was sponsored by the Cash App and Uber. If you want to use Uber, put in our code after school snacks instead of a tip to the driver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good place to cut it. All right.